Hey, what's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker, and this is WP Water Cooler, episode number two. Ooh, 323? 323? You have one job, Jason. One, awesome. job. one job. Oh my God. Well, I looked at the number and I thought, are you kidding me? Really? Um, this particular episode, we're gonna be talking about uh, WordPress site health. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna discuss some cool stuff with it. So I'm I'm pretty excited about it. This particular episode is brought to you by Serverpress, makers of desktop server. Make sure you go over to their website at serverpress.com where you can find out how they make local WordPress development easy. Is it just yeah, I did that part of my job, right? Is it all the episodes brought to you by ServerPress? Is it or just this one? No, it, it's it's just this hey, one. One okay. at a time. Okay, all right. Just it's, just on a, it's on a case by case basis. Yeah. I'm just wondering, I'm just wondering if, if Mark reviews us each week and says, "All right, I'll do I'll do one more week." But that's I I bet because like as we were saying, it can get a little it can get a little lippy sometimes. So I would do that. Wouldn't sign up for the whole thing. <laughs> Let's go around the room real quick, get everyone introduced. Steve, you are always at the end of the list. Um, I am. Start us off. I am Steve Zangate. I'm the founder of Zeke Interactive. Allegedly. Uh, I see WordPress meetup, allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, you, you had the same issue growing up. So how about you? Tell us about yourself. Um, I'm Jonathan Wold. I live in North Idaho. I did not have the same issue growing up because I was homeschooled. I was wondering what issue you were talking about. You mean end of the alphabet, that issue. Yes, yes, yes. But I wanted to let you decide what like, the surface <laughs> Jonathan and I share. Maybe we should compare afterwards. <laughs> we, we learned all about that in the, the psychology therapy episode. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Say, how about you? Tell us about yourself. Oh, I'm Say Reed. I make WordPress, preach WordPress, teach WordPress at Say Reed Media on all the things. I have a fidget spinner awesome. today, so. <laughs> All, All right, Miriam, you have to sing. Tell us about yourself. All right, so I'm Miriam Goldman. I am from Ottawa, Canada. I work for a digital marketing agency, and I'm one of the core organizers of WordCamp Ottawa. Nice. Ottawa in the house. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's in, the, how about you? it's in the house. <laughs> yes. In the house. Sorry, it's in the house. <laughs> Manny, how about you? Tell us about yourself. I, I build web, uh, websites uh, using WordPress, of course, since um, 2010. Uh, my first website I built in 1993, so a long time ago. I'm one of the organizers for the WordCamp Las Vegas. Uh, it's happening soon. We're going to announce it soon. Uh, and I'm glad to be here joining the show. Awesome. Good to have you. Cosper, how about you? Hey everybody, Jason Cosper, aka Fat Mullenweg, back in the building once again. Uh, happy okay. to talk WordPress. <laughs> awesome, good to have you on, Cosper. I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over at Jason Tucker on Twitter. My website is jasontucker.blog. I do this show as well as another show called WP Blab. We actually did something yesterday that was very interesting. It was called a reblab, where I went and took a, an old episode and I just reran it. And it was because we were uh, we were both busy and we thought we would uh, we would run do reruns. So we're in syndication now, apparently. Is it like a remix? Awesome. <laughs> right, <laughs> exactly. I just want to say, since I forgot this and this is new and I haven't really appended it to my intro yet, I'm also one of the co-organizers for WordCamp Long Beach. Oh but yeah! What in the nice. house? Allegedly. No, really. really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When is it, Sue? Uh, well, we haven't announced it yet, but in October. Ooh, you almost got it out of her. Good job. Good job. No, you did. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So but let's talk a little bit about it. Not official. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, let's, let's talk a little bit about uh, WordPress site health um, for a minute. So um, during the pre-show, we kind of discussed this a little bit and, and the idea of, you know, WordPress site health, how your website works and all that sort of stuff and how is it, how's it keeping up with- uh, Or how it doesn't work. And, yeah, and all of that. But we also came to the conclusion that there's not just um, site health that's built into WordPress itself, but rather we've kind of rolled our own things uh, to kind of manage this stuff as well. So I think we're gonna kind of go through all of those and just kind of figure out, you know, what's what with that. So Manny, you were the one that kind of brought this up, this, this idea of, um, of site health itself within WordPress. How are you kind of uh, approaching this and looking at it? Yeah, the reason that I spoke to, uh, I gave this suggestion for us to talk about this is because interesting, this morning, uh, a client came to me and said, oh, my site is super slow. I don't know what's, what's going on. And as soon as I logged in on, her, on, the, on WP Admin, I went to, usually we, usually we may need to upload a PHP info file or something to get that information. But then I went straight there. She's using the latest version of uh, WordPress. And I could see that she was running on, on PHP 5.6. And then I told her, no, try to bump it up to 7.2 or something. And then she did. And then the web website went from 30 seconds to load to three seconds to load, you know. So it was like super fast, you know. And um, I think this is uh, interesting for uh, entry-level people because we know that kind of stuff. We can try to, you know, do different ways. But... Uh, this could help her. And then she said, oh, how, how did you know that? And I, I told her, no, I went to this link and and I could get that information. Then she could talk to the hosting company and then ask them to bump the PHP version up, you know. So how it did, was super did, fast. No? How did that client define site site health? Like how, oh, how did, She how went did to GT Metrics. Yeah, okay. people were complaining about you know, her website. And then she she went, I mentioned GT Metrics before at our meetup. And she went there, you know, and tried her website, and then she saw that everything was good, but the type for first byte was like super slow. What, so what was, site are you referencing? Something metrics? I can't. GT metrics. So she's specifically metrics. looking. She yeah. was specifically looking for at speed, right? So site yeah. load times, things like that. Yep. Okay. And 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 the, the, this new tool that came up, I think five point two, right? Um, okay. Mm -hmm. It told right there you could see it was the only problem on her website, PHP version. No, um, what did they say? Uh, they say well, that's not bad then if it's just so, that. That was it. I mean, you know, sp speed and performance is one aspect of site health, right? And that's oh, yeah. something that's that's one of the most noticeable ones. But yeah. but there's a lot of there's a lot of elements to to making a site load fast, right? You can't just say, oh, my site's slow. Well, let's just flip the speed lever and then, and then we're set. Yeah. Right. Right. Cosper. That's how it works. Right. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I believe it's called a turbo. There's like a oh, turbo button. Turbo button. Oh, oh, oh you, you just, wanted, you wanted turbo. Oh, right. That's, all right. You hit the turbo <laughs> button and it just, you get a little, like a little, what are those called? Like a boost. A, yeah. Efficient? A boost. boost. Yeah. A boost. <laughs> A boost. Nitro. Nitro. There we go. Nitro. Wow. Yes. Yeah, you're getting technical now. Jeez. Hey, you zero the turbo button, button your your copy. Uh, you hit the turbo button. Your copy of Wolfenstein's 3D runs faster. That's <laughs> correct. What's that, Jonathan? Too geek for me. What is this? What is the new site health tool in WordPress? It came so up. So glad you asked. Yeah, it has a bunch of criteria that it's looking at, and it's it's determining. How do I get to it? Where where is it? Yeah, yeah. So if you yeah, if you go to tools, and then you click on site health, 
um, that's where that's where you'll you'll get it. And it has a it has four different things up on the top, which is status, info, troubleshooting, as well as tools. And so I logged in the the crappiest site that I have here because I have I have I have a bunch of those obviously. Come on. And so uh, I logged in to take a look, and there there's a bunch of issues that are happening here. Like one in particular, this one says two critical issues. Uh, you have WP debug log turned on still. I'm like oh. Whoops. <laughs> 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 you know, and there's another one. It's like, hey, just so you know, like uh, WP auto update core is set to false. I'm like, oh, okay. I so, like you know, it, finally, something useful isn't going in tools in, by co in core because that's right. such a such a empty little land. But, but I think just like with any with any uh, self -diagno uh, diagnosis, when you're when you're doing WebMD, essentially WebMD or WPMD, if you will, uh, the idea is that you're looking at this going like, wait, WP auto update course at the falls. What the heck's wrong with WP Engine? Well, okay. uh, well, WP Engine is doing something different. So just because it says it's not updating like on the fly, like right then and there when it sees an update, it's going to update it. Um, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing. It just means that your web host is controlling this. Uh, so backing up just, a little, backing up just a little bit there, Jason. Uh, one thing yeah. that was really good that came up on 5.1 is that the PHP compatibility thing on the plugins. Uh -huh. so that was, I think, like... Oh, yeah, that one's a big one. Yeah. It came, I think, on 5.1, you know. Uh, so many people, they can't update the plugin because it's not compatible with the PHP version they are running to, right? So, yeah. That. That's just something everyone needs to handle. Like, I, I have a client who, an old client, so she's not my client anymore, but she um, messaged me and was like, I'm having this problem and blah, blah, blah. And her PHP was set to like five something or whatever. And it's or some, I don't even remember what it was. It was like ancient. And um, I was like, well, this is something you just need to ask your host to update your PHP. And she's like, they won't. And I was like, Okay, so actually, you need to change hosts. <laughs> you yeah, need to I do because problem with the client. They were on um, PHP five point three, and the hosting provider that they were with said that her current package should not support even PHP seven point So she had to upgrade her package to get that. What? Wow. That's I believe that's called blackmail. God, <laughs> yeah. that's, crazy. Funny. That, that's crazy talk. They're like, sorry, we're gonna we're gonna keep you on this ancient technology uh, <laughs> unless you give us more money. Or, that's, that's not great. blackmail. That's exploitation. What is that? It's extortion. <laughs> I'm a little <laughs> slow on the pickup today. Ex extortation. <laughs> extortation. So one thing that's interesting to me because um, so a host like WP Engine probably wants to filter out that error from showing up or that uh, the configuration thing, right? And they should be able to, yes. And, and by can. configuration thing, you mean? Well, no, oh, the notice that showed up. Where it's like auto update disabled, like because they have their own protocol for handling updates. Right. It's interesting to deal how we deal with communication in this project in general, because like that's so it there is a precedent for how to disable. Like you can go in and in an MU plugin or however you want to do it and disable notices like that from showing up, right? And so like my host right now has one that shows. It says that there's a PHP uh, module missing, BC math. So I've asked them about it. Alert, and, alert, alert. And <laughs> they say, if they say, um, oh, yeah, we should fix that, great. Otherwise, I would tell them that the, the guidance would be to filter it out so I don't see it anymore if they, if they believe that I shouldn't. Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> so it's no, basically also, what, 
what they're allowing uh, hosts and, and anyone else to do is take a nice little piece of black tape and stick it over that check-in. <laughs> I don't know how many of you were, you know, broke in your 20s or whatever and just trying to get through to that next check and you didn't want to look at the check engine light anymore or the the whatever lights you just take that little i did that for the gas that's smart yeah smart <laughs> that worked out never had a problem so i mean we, so far we've kind of talked about what you're seeing in site health but and, and that's one tool right that's one tool that was added recently in uh, in WordPress, but there, you know, there's another tool that I use as a developer uh, if if we're starting to experience some, some slowness, uh, and that is Query Monitor, which is a plugin. Oh yeah, uh, awesome. so, yeah, I love you it. Be, you want to be careful with this plugin. It is very heavy. It's very expensive, right? Very so, you, yeah, you don't want to just install it on your production box and forget about it, right? You want to kind of install it, take a look, and then shut it back down because uh, it, it 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 by itself can cause slowness, but it'll give you a, a some visibility into uh, database slowness, right? So uh, database queries that are causing uh, mm. problems. It'll also give you uh, a, a, a quick view of PHP errors that might be uh, me happening. Yeah, uh, I just, used, that's I a really used, handy tool. I used to code in CodeFusion and that is built into CodeFusion. You could see the output of the debugging information right there. So when I moved to WordPress, well, I think it was like the, one of the first things that I did was actually find out how I could do that. And uh, Query Monitor did a wonderful job, you know. It's a really good, yeah. Finding uh, duplicated queries and a lot of other information there. It's, it's really cool. Does it provide the fixes or does it like fix no. this error or is it just shows you what's wrong? No, it's just showing you what's wrong. It's more yeah. of a developer tool, right? Yeah. So if, if, if you're just running a site and it's running slow, you don't, you, you don't install Query Monitor and hope to fix anything. That's not what it's for. Yeah, it's what that is. give you an, a picture of what's going wrong. See, that's kind yeah, of what especially... some of the problem with site health is, is that like that's just in there. And so the clients can go look at that and then they're like, alert, oh my God, there's problems. And, you know, without the, the educational component, you know, of what that means. I mean, I guess that's good because it's just more billing time. But like, oh, sometimes I feel yeah. like that we're just like, let me explain that to you. But this, yeah. Yeah. here's my invoice. The same, the same thing is true of, of tools like GT Metrics and Pingdom Tools and Google PageSpeed. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a lot more information than you can actually address. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think this is more like, like that is that saying, uh, you don't know what you don't know. So this is kind of leading them into a way to find the solution for this kind of problems, right? So, and hiring us or something like that. You know, uh, uh, we mentioned GT metrics into a page speed meetup that we had here at WordPress, you know, and a lot of the people there started trying their websites. And it's funny thing, the, the number one reason that they have their sites low is not WordPress or anything, it's images. They have Always the freaking images. Yeah. yeah. I had a I had a client. Well, he wasn't actually my client. Just like a person in a workshop asking a question. He like showed me his his like results, and he was like, you know, what does this mean? What do I do? And I was like, really, you just need to address your images. And he was like, no, but what about this stuff? And I was like, don't worry about that stuff. Fix your images. He's like, I don't want to fix my images. I just want to fix this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, just like that's gonna be your bulk of your problem. But he was just so obsessed with the technical stuff that was like, he wanted to make everything super optimized or whatever and i wouldn't just do the kind of simple answer wouldn't believe that it was his own content that was causing the problem it was like this whole i was like i don't 
that's why he was not my client. So, so I know Cosper had something, but related to images, I just want to say really quick, the other thing, the other um, thing that I'm finding um, uh, problematic these days is Google Tag Manager, right? So Google Tag Manager gives you, you, you the, the lay person, the ability to add any 30 third party tags you want to your site. Right? And so when you start to look at GT metrics or Pingdom tools or Google PageSpeed, you'll find that those third-party tags actually are hurting your, your site health and your, and your speed. So anyway, go ahead, Cosper. I cut you off earlier. No, I did, but okay. Well, you did, but then I cut <laughs> you off. So, so by the and, transitive and then, axiom of, I don't know. <laughs> You're doing the good. And then, and then so, many, so many good points were made that I, lo I lost my train. But, um, <laughs> I, I have a question. Um, Yes. <laughs> oh, dude, you Unless you had a new uh, train of thought, Casper. Okay. So there's more Casper. Casper the friendly. Um, we, so with the, one of the controversies around site health's introduction was whether or not it should show the percentage at the top. Percentage of so, what? So if you click tools and site health, percentage of completion. Yeah, and the people get obsessive with that. Obsessive. Oh. obsessive. I'm curious what you guys think. Like, I, I actually like it. I, I, real, I realize some of the risks, but um, yeah, I'm curious. Like, what do you guys think about that? Should we the be risks sure? are when your site is not fully developer managed, right? So if the site is like a lot of my clients, I'm, I'm building sites for them, but I, they're DIY people. I'm training them to use it or whatever. And then what y'all just said is that they get obsessed with that. And they don't, they can't make the difference in nuances. So if they're on WP Engine, they're like, oh, I'm at 94% and I can't, you know. Is that how they sound? Yeah, in my head. <laughs> they get obsessed with that stuff, you know, and and actually it's a similar conversation to accessibility that I've been having. People are like, I need 100%. And I was like, well, that's going to be difficult because that's a moving target. So, you know, but people are obsessed with that. The same thing with uh, Yoast SEO. People are like obsessed. Oh, God. And I, I mean, I love, I love those signals. I think they're super helpful, but you know, you can't always get to that. There's no like perfection in that. And the, the percentage I think really implies that you can get to that perfect percentage. And if you have that, that means you're fine and everything's good. And that's not really what that means. And it's not really super achievable anyway. So yeah, one thing, one thing that uh, uh, happens a lot on GT metrics, pe people get um, obsessed with the score, but the important stuff there is not the score, but the time to load the page. If you are loading under three seconds, I don't care about score. It could be an F. If it's three seconds, two seconds, perfect. You know, that's what we want, right? So as, as, as a senior performance engineer, as like that is my job title that sounds fancy, but basically I, I just help make sites go fast. The bane of my existence Thanks is so. somebody who has learned about Google page speed and they <laughs> want to get a hundred percent on Google page speed insights. Uh, okay. It is damn near impossible. Uh, and, um, but conversely looking at uh, the WordPress site health, like a lot of the stuff um, I just spun it up on like a local uh, environment and looked and um, the things that are are there potentially for me are pretty low-hanging fruit you should remove an active plugin so I have a couple plugins that aren't active okay fine that's something an end user should be able to handle you should remove inactive themes okay 
Uh, we recommend that you update PHP. So uh, I'm using an older version. It's I think it's 7.1 or 7.2, but 7.3 is out. So it's just trying to push me up into the, the next version of PHP. So it's like, okay, that might get a little more complex. That might be something you need to take, either get your host involved or uh, a developer or something like that. Uh, and your site doesn't use HTTPS, which again, it's, it's local development. Uh, but that again is something you can go to your host with, but everything else on the site is fine. And it's, it's kind of all fairly low hanging fruit stuff uh, that can be addressed by by an end user. I, I don't think that a lot of the things that they they have on there are terribly complex. And again, that, I, I could just be getting like a little bit of, you know, color from being a, a developer and someone who's been working with WordPress for a while. I'm sure that uh, a lot of end users who have been using the product for just a year or so or, or even less might be like, I, I don't know what any of this stuff is. And hey, great that'll keep me and say and steve and in, in a job like perfect but um i just um, want you all to know i just ran google.com on their page speech score is 92 <laughs> percent <laughs> i've never done that before but i mobile, mobile they, have an f, they have an f on their landing page redirects it's really it's really hurting them and That's uh awesome. Uh, so just FYI, if you ever have a problem with a client getting 90%, that's just straight up google.com. There's nothing on that page. That page should have like an A+. Plus. If, so if, you run, stuff it. if you run Google PageSpeed on the Google PageSpeed site, does that cause a rift in the space-time continuum? I was trying to do it, but I didn't want to like do all the login <laughs> shit. I was like, I I'm, I'm running a GT metrics on GT metrics now. Yeah, I know. Now I'm like upset. You're, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna cause some recursion issues. Oh look, they get ninety-two percent. This is way too much fun. <laughs> One thing that's interesting um, to think about is the ramifications of this. Wait, wait, sorry. Uh, Google Page Speed gets a ninety-three on Google Page Speed. Oh, one more percent. Just so we're with a user, if we expose these things, because I, when I ran it on mine, I immediately went through, updated all my plugins and deleted my extra themes and got rid of the inactive ones. Like I took that action. And my last two items are questions from my host. So I'm like, hey, guys, either fix this or filter it. And I, I see some of the points. Like there will be consequences, right? Like people will get frustrated. But the big question is, overall, is it really a bad thing? Like I, when you look at the, the total of WordPress, because suddenly this could be the thing that's driving more people to say, hey, why am I on an old version of PHP? Like, what's what's going on? So my, my sense is that, on the whole, this is a very positive move in a good yeah. direction. Yeah, uh, I agree. I yeah. think so. I agree. I think, what if, uh, I guess this is kind of what we are, but, like, does this make us insurers in a way? Like, if you have a, a retainer with a client, like, it's kind of like insurance because this is health. We're talking about health care for your site. Ooh. And then it's, like, kind of like insurance. I'm, I'm like, oh, is this like a... A, a, a I, new I'm business hearing, line we I'm, should go yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing a, a say branding pivot here. Yeah, I'm like, De oh, I don't know. Debbie, WP um, house calls. One of the, yeah, um, I already looked up WPMD, by the way. It's taken. One of the things that oh. drives me nuts. One, one of the things that drives me nuts when I'm reviewing a client site or when I take over, when we're taking over a project is, is when you have 20 notifications at the top of the WordPress dashboard, right? Those those actually shouldn't be ignored, right? And so I, I know a lot of clients just 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 
just literally close them out or ignore them. I like to find out what's going on and go through and fix those things, right? So, so I try to, um, one of the things I educate my clients is keep your WordPress dashboard as clean as possible. And if you have a question about one of those notifications, if it looks too technical, ask me and let's get those cleared out because those things typically mean something besides the ones that are advertising another plugin or asking for donations, right? The other ones actually do mean something. Yeah, and one other thing too is if you go to the root of the website and you see that the error log file is like 50 megabytes, it's definitely something wrong. No, yeah. Yeah. no new clients. I was going to say, Steve, um, there, there's something known as notification fatigue for uh, folks who, mm-hmm. you know, nonstop they're getting, um, you know, push notifications on their phone, everything else. Um, you know, if, if they don't know how to deal with something uh, and they're getting, uh, these nonstop pop-ups on their WordPress dashboard, you know, that is absolutely a form of notification fatigue, especially if they're managing multiple sites. And they'll just ignore it. I mean, that's that's yeah. what happens. I actually, I was working with a client and I was logged in uh, and I was like, hey, just FYI, when these notifications up here, you can just dismiss them. And, and so we were like on at the same time and she like clears them and she was like, oh my God, that's so much better. I didn't even realize those were there. Like she was literally <laughs> like- if you're doing, if you're doing a full page scroll just to get to your list of posts, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. but like the, the key thing is here, not only did she not read them to see that there was just a brief notification and it said dismiss. It wasn't even anything. It's just yeah. like buy me a right cup there. of coffee. Right. Yeah. Like, just complete, just buy completely blindness. Coffee. Notification blindness. Yeah. Notification um, fatigue leads to notification blindness. Cup. There we go. A couple other, couple other tools I, I wanted to mention. These are a little bit more advanced developer tools that, that we use in our workflow. There's one called Sentry, Sentry.io, S-E-N-T-R-Y. So Sentry is a, uh, P, is a better PHP logging system. It does, it's, it's not free. It does cost money. But what it does is all of your PHP errors and, notificate and, and warnings go over to Sentry. It groups them, it organizes them, and it can send you alerts if something is starting to get out of control. So if, if there, you can say, you know, if, if I've got over 10 of this particular kind of alert, send me a notification. I want to know about it. Right. And so um, you can also go in and mark things as resolved and, and to keep keep your PHP errors very organized. And so that's a handy now, uh, tool. Now with Sentry, if you're, the right kind of, if you're the right kind of neck beard with Sentry, can't you, don't they have an open source component that you can install uh, yourself? I believe that they have. No, uh, yeah, not that I'm aware of, but that might, that might be true. Yeah. And then another uh, tool that we use, and I've mentioned this on Laura Cooler before uh, in our workflow is called Ghost Inspector. And so Ghost Inspector is a visual um, checker, right? And so we use it as part of our deploy system. But when we, as soon as we deploy code, uh, our deployment system kicks off a Ghost Inspector script and it goes through certain pages on the site to see if they've visually changed by a certain percentage. And we can set that percentage. So we can say, you know, if it's more than 10% different, send us an alert. Um, and, and so it, it's our visual uh, testing tool so that we don't have to go through and regression test everything that's on the, uh, on the site. So I have a question. There's other tools like it, but I, Ghost Inspector is the one that we like. Where do you have your notifications sent? So is that going to a, the project manager? Is that going to someone who's in charge of the <laughs> ghost thing? Slack. It literally goes into the Slack channel for that particular uh, uh, project. So, oh, that's nice. So as, as soon as we do a deploy, it goes to Ghost Inspector, and Ghost Inspector sends us a report in Slack, and and it'll oh. tell us homepage good, about page good, store page 
changed, right? And so it'll actually break it down right in Slack and we can go in and, and take care of it right away. That's some sexy workflow right there. Yeah, if you want something oh, super- that's, that's actually my new nickname is Sexy Workflow. Yeah, <laughs> you heard it here first. I use an uptime robot too. Uh, not yeah. as fancy as that one, but uh, yeah, for, you know, just to tell yes or no, the site is up, site is down. It's interesting. Pingdom I hate that oh. stuff. Site is up, site is down. Like it's just yeah. like sites up, sites down, sites up, sites down. Our, uh, yeah, yeah. some of, some of our clients are on Pingdom tools, and we get those alerts as well, and we put those in Slack uh, too. Um, and so Pingdom tools will, will let you know something something went wrong, sites down, sites up, and how long it was down for. Those are handy. I find those I find that annoying. like really annoying, honestly. Like it, it, it's it, like it, it's like it a microsecond, be. like. There are some false positives that that happen. So yes, yeah, exactly. It's like, is that like so? Uh, was it? I don't know what it's called now. And George isn't here, so he can't correct me. But I think it it was Vault Press, but now it's all just Jetpack. I think because you know Jetpack it has is like its a, own tester. Yeah, it's absorbing. So it, you know, uh, have that on a couple clients' things, and they get really alarmed when their site is down. Right? Like understand? Oh yeah. Know. So they get a notification: your site's down. They're like, rah. And then they'll like send me an email. Yeah, that's what they do. They go, yeah. and then they send me an email. And then two seconds later, they're like, oh, just kidding, it's back up. And I'm like, can we please not do this? Like, please, pretty please. That's their downtime monitoring system is, is what Jetpack calls it. Yeah, but I mean, which is good to have. But again, it depends on who's getting those notifications and it depends on how the site is being managed. Because if it's the client managing their own site, mostly, then this stuff can really, I don't know, I wish there were like different modes where you could be like developer mode and it'd give you all those details. And then it'd be like, you know, I don't know what you call it, layperson mode or just like normal mode or something where it's like normie mode. That's what we call it, normie mode. Um, and then it would just be like the big ones that are like, you really do need to pay attention to this as opposed to like all the micro stuff that like Cosper likes to, you know, geek out on. <laughs> Yep. The neck beard is delight. <laughs> exactly. Not neck beard. Neck beard. Neck beard delight. Yep. All right. Neck beard delight. Oh my goodness. All awesome. right, folks. Hi. <laughs> we'll say thank you very much for all of you for coming on the show and hang, hanging out with us and talking about this stuff. I really appreciate it. You can go over to our website at dpwatercore.com slash subscribe. That's where you can learn how to subscribe to this show as well as uh, Lab. And if you're interested in getting on this show, you know, I've had people that say, who do I have to talk to to, to get onto the show? It's, it's really you easy. send your Probably. checks to. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. So go fill, go, go fill out the, the, the forms over there, get subscribed to our mailing list, and we'd be more than happy to have you come on to the show. Come Thank chat to us. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yep.